Hey peeps, it's me, Christine, and I want to share with you a game-changing product that has improved my sleep and daily health. So let's dive in. You all know through my journey, I have struggled with sleep, being afraid of it, not getting quality sleep, and not being able to regulate my temperature throughout the night. I definitely learned the hard way, but sleep matters big time. It's when your muscles repair, your brain detoxes, and your body can work on cellular renewal. We just can't afford to miss out on an adequate amount of high-quality sleep, which is kind of hard when you have a rare disease. There's not much that I control in this real life, but one of the easiest and most effective ways to get better sleep every single night is through temperature regulation. Studies actually prove cooler temperatures lead to a deeper, more restful sleep, and that insomniacs actually lack this natural drop in core body temperature, which is what keeps them up at night. Personally, I run hot. This means that even if my room is super cold, I wake up in a pool of sweat, uncomfortable, changing my clothes several times throughout the night. It's frustrating for obvious reasons, and this is why I was so relieved to discover this transformative products from Chili. The Cube from Chili Sleep is a system that fits right over the top of your mattress and uses water to control the temperature of your bed, which helps lower your internal temperature and triggers deeper, relaxing sleep. Since water has 30 times more thermal conductivity than air, these systems are a lot more effective than just cranking up the AC. I mean, I keep my house at 65, so it has to be true. Ever since I started using the Cube system, I've noticed I fall asleep a lot faster, sleep deeper, and wake up feeling fully rested. (laughs) Now, my wife is not a polar bear like me and likes to sleep a little bit warmer, so I love that we can each have our own temperatures on either side of the bed. Chili products can range between 55 and 115 degrees. Right now, Chili is offering my audience a really great deal. When you go to chilisleep.com backslash findyourrare20, you get 20% off the Cube All Sleep Systems with Find Your Rare 20. Sleep is something we could all use more of, and we can all take small steps towards getting better sleep to improve our life in big ways. I hope you'll check out the Chili Sleep System and see why I love their product so much. Hey, peeps. We are back for this special bonus episode of Because We're Strong. It's Thursday, not our usual day. But if you tuned in on Tuesday, you would have known that we spoke to Deb and Avalon, the mother-daughter team who founded and started the Avalon Foundation, in honor of Avalon's rare disease. Well, right now, we're sitting down with a few of the amazing people that make up their youth advisory board. We're so excited to sit down and chat with Katie, Becca, and Liliana. We had to kick Kiki off the call. However, I'm your host, Christine, and let's dive in. This is the Because We're Strong podcast, where we sit down every week to get your stories and insight on how to navigate this rare life. You can expect everything real and raw in the hopes that your story, along with ours, helps another person who is dealing with a similar rare struggle. So grab your favorite drink, a comfy blanket, and buckle in, because rare disease isn't for the faint of heart. Welcome, guys. Thank you so much for being here today. Thank you so much for having us. Yes, thank you so much. So is this is the first time um, that you guys have done like a podcast like this? I mean, it's our first time, so we're super excited. And we're wondering if you guys, um, if you guys have been on a podcast uh, like with your advisory. 
Um, I don't know about Katie, but I know this is my first time. Yeah, I think this is all of our first time. Super exciting. I'm, I remember my first time and let me just tell you, I was like so nervous and like you guys were so young and powerful. I love it. Can you each take a little bit of time to, um, tell our listeners about yourself and like what brought you to the rare disease space in general? Um, so what kind of brought me to the rare disease, um, area, I think is just, um, having Avalon as a friend all throughout grade school. Um, and she just kind of asked me to, um, help her start up the board and I just kind of jumped right on in and now I've kind of fell in love with it and it kind of hits close to home because, um, my twin sister also has rare disease. So it just makes it even more important to me. Oh my gosh. So you are like a complete ally in every sense of the word. That's amazing. Yeah. What about you, Becca? Yeah. So, um, I joined pretty recently about, I think it was about last year. Uh, it was in December of last year and I joined because one of the other members reached out to me and asked me if I wanted to do this. I had, um, I knew Avalon because she was in like the same um, unit as I was. So I was able to know who she was. I wasn't great friends with her, but, um, one of, um, what, sorry, one of my other friends, um, she told me about the Avalon Foundation and she kind of got me into it and it was really fun. And ever since then, it's been like my favorite thing. And so are you um, an ally um, for rare diseases? Like you're advocating for them, for people that are affected in your life? Yes. I think just so you know, this is like so cool. One of my big things I'm always saying is like, I never knew this space existed prior to getting sick at 27. And like, care before it's someone you love, you know, care and do something about this before it's you. So, I mean, you guys are amazing. Liliana. Hello. Welcome. Tell our listeners about you. Um, hi, I'm Liliana. I got involved. I've always loved helping other people. And before I joined the board, I was a previous volunteer for the Avalon Foundation. And when I got the offer to join, I was like, yes, I would love to help other people. You guys are, honestly, the coolest people I've ever met, (laughs) virtually. (laughs) Um, So can you guys explain a little bit to our listeners, like Avalon went over on Tuesday, but like from your point of view, like what the Avalon Foundation is, like what's its mission? Um, So I would say like the main mission is just to like help kids going through like painful medical treatments and it's the that aspect but it's also to build and grow our um our youth leaders in this area and I think that's such a cool thing to be able to have us become leaders and help to spread the word about rare diseases. Yeah I also think it's kind of like making these people who otherwise like have to go through these hard treatments and may may, may feel like excluded and kind of bring them into a group and show them that there are people there for them. So can anyone tell me what hashtag KC4K means? I'm not cool. KC4K means kids caring for kids. It's basically to show that we're kids and they're kids. And so it's like, we all have this community. So Katie, this question is for you. How can kids honestly run a nonprofit? And what does kids for kids really mean? So that's a great question. So when you think about it at first, like it's hard to say, like, how can kids even run a nonprofit? 
And so in reality, we actually are, and it's so cool. So the board is set up in a way that we have control over most of all the decisions and we have a say in everything. So we, when there is something that needs to be made about like what we're going to go do next, what we're going to fundraise, everything is in our hands. We get to control everything. And, and that's such a cool aspect of becoming a leader. And that is just helping us to lead and become something like greater than ourselves. And I think it's so cool because K-Super-K really truly means that we're kids and we're impacting other kids' lives. And we're coming together to create this huge community and outreach outreach program that we're able to help other kids, even though we might not come in direct contact with them. So I have to ask, as an adult who's like a big kid at heart, um, sometimes it could be like a little intimidating, like when you don't have like the same opinion or like maybe you don't agree necessarily with like the like senior advisory board. Like how does it work if like you guys like as a board come up with something and you really love it and you take it to the senior advisory board and they're like, no, like what happens next? Like how do you come to the table and talk about, talk about it? I kind of feel like as long as I've been there, it that's never really happened. They always listen to what we have to say. Sometimes they will like tweak it in very good ways that make it like more possible to do. And I know that's like, their job is to like help us and to do the things that, well, it's harder for us to um, do. So going off what, oh, so I was just going to say like going off what Becca said that there are some times where like, cause we're kids, we like to dream big. And so like some things might not always be possible to happen. So we do get a lot of feedback from them and they're like, well, this isn't really realistic. Um, can you try it another way? So it's always positive feedback and it's, they never really turn down our ideas, but they definitely do tweak or change them. I 100% agree with Katie. I think like, so would you say that it's like very much so a, like, it feels like a collaboration that, um, and you know, what you guys bring, they're going to enhance and make better or like at least have a conversation with you about to think about something different. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, 100%. I think that's so true. That's amazing. So I don't know how many of you guys like know, but um, last week, uh, Rare ran a 24 hour um like clubhouse uh, marathon, marathon, whatever fun. Um, and, you know, we were able to raise like $2,500 um, for uh, Children's Hospital of Philadelphia, for BWS Research, Avalon and Deb were on and Susan. And they were kind of talking about something that you guys all kind of came up with to kind of keep Rare Disease Day going in March, which I love. But can you guys talk about like, I don't want to give it away. I want you guys to say like this really cool um, like campaign. So, yeah, we um, came up as a board. So as a board, we kind of came up with this idea of um, ask, don't assume. And this is kind of um, really cool. And we this was an idea that we came up with to not only campaign through just the month of February, but all the way throughout. And yeah, I don't know. Anybody else have anything else to add? I love that so much. I, it really resonates with me. It's like the difference between like, you know, saying when you come up, like when you go to someone and, and it's like, how can I help? Like, what can I do in this moment? As opposed to like thinking that they need like positive affirmation. How did you guys like come up with that? 
like in terms of like a board? It was just kind of like random conversation. And we just kind of started throwing around ideas of what we were going to do um, for Rare Disease Day. And this was the one that kind of stuck out the most to us. And we just kind of ran with the idea. I love it. I think it's great. Becca, this next one is for you. Can you tell our listeners about the um, Kids for Kids, Kids Caring for Kids Leadership Program? Yeah, the leadership program, I think, is mainly like the KCVRK, the kids of the program. I think the advisory board is more like TAF, the um, the Avalon Foundation Adult Board. Um, but we also have like the volunteer board, which is like the um, people who will volunteer to go shopping for the kids and who may become board members in the future. And that leads me right into my next question. What would they be shopping for? We talked a little bit about like the pain box program. What is that? We it's so cool. It's almost like, so we get a paper with like what they like on it and you go out to like Target or somewhere and you shop for them and you um, find things that you think they might like and you find them for each day of, or each week of their, pro, of their program or whenever they're going to get the shots for it. And so that you can use them as incentive, incentives. And um, you'll go around for a while and you'll get to shop with um, the other volunteers and you get all the things that you think they're going to like. And then they, um, we have volunteers that wrap the gifts and they put them in the boxes and they ship them down to the, um, to the people who need them. So I think that's the coolest thing. Actually, please, I hope you bring it back to your board. If there's anything Rare can do um, for you in these boxes so that we can like give away um, to help you guys, please reach out to us. Um, I think this is great and we would love to support in any way we can. Maybe we'll come up with a sticker or something. I don't know. Whatever you guys want. I think you're great. Could you guys tell our listeners, our kiddos out there, maybe anyone, if they like wanted to be involved in the Avalon Foundation, like how they would do that. Like you have to live in a certain place um, and all that good stuff. So yeah, we're always looking for new volunteers. You can go to our website, um, Casey for K or kids came for kids.org. And um, even if you don't live near us, we, you can always um, send out cards, letters, and those are like sometimes even more powerful than the box itself so we would always love your guys' help guys could you tell our listeners like how you would get involved with the avalon foundation um both like if you were a kid but also like as a business how could i get involved with you guys so yeah that's a great question so if you're a kid um and live in the Tweedle area um go to our website kids came for kids dot org and there are volunteer opportunities you can come shop with us you can wrap and if you don't live in this area um, we would love for you to send cards to our patients and um, as a business we are always looking for new businesses to sponsor us and donate so also go to the website and you can find all of our information there that's amazing um I also work in an elementary school um, and I'm really big about like teaching them about rare diseases. So I will have so many letters for you guys. You just have to ask. That'll be awesome. We'll definitely ask the next time we have a new patient. Please do. Um, what do you guys like? What is it like being a part of such a strong community at, at your age? I think it's just so cool and powerful because you have kids 
like yourself and like-minded and you can all build off of each other and you can go so many places um, that you never thought of before because you have people backing you up and supporting you. It's just an awesome community and awesome people to be around. It's amazing. I agree with Katie. Just the environment that we're all in together and helping other kids, even though we are kids, helping other people is just amazing. Do you guys feel that by being a part of this foundation, um, like it has like impacted or changed like the trajectory of like, you know, your careers or, you know, like what you want to do um, and your character and all that good stuff? Um, I feel like, um, like when adults say like, what are you going to be when you grow up? It's like kind of different. Cause like you can be that right now. And I think that this is definitely something that I know I would, um, try to continue in the future. The, um, work with Avalon Foundation and other nonprofits. It's very fun and it really it's cool that you're helping other people and having fun and being with people that you know and like trust. Um, but it's definitely something I would continue to do in the future. I agree with Becca. Um, a lot of people do say, what do you want to do when you're older? And we don't have to wait till we're older. We can do it right now. We can make that change now. Can you and- say that one more time for the people in the, all the way in the back? Cause that was such a powerful statement. We, a lot of people will ask when, what are you going to do when you're older, when you grow up? You don't have to wait until the future or tomorrow. You can make your change now. You can do what you want to do in the future right now. I just want to be very clear. That was Liliana, and she has spoken. Dang. Mic drop. Please insert the mic drop. I'm going to insert the mic drop sound right here because, like, boom. That I don't think there could have been a better answer, and I absolutely love it. I think you guys – I think, you know, younger generations aren't given enough credit or not given a seat at the table because like, you know, I'm not really sure why, but I mean, you guys are changing, changing all that. And it's about dang time. A lot of people do think that kids can't make a change now, but they will in the future. The Avalon Foundation isn't just adults. It is kids that are wanting to make a change for kids. I mean, I think that's just so powerful. And it's also about like, right, teaching, um, kindness and teaching acceptance inclusion like you guys are all impacted by you know diseases like rare disease in different ways um you're all allies and you know you didn't have to right like you could have been avalon's friend right without being on the board right katie or like without advocating for your sister and i think it's just amazing that you you've chosen to use your voice in that way yeah, I think that's so cool, and I think it's like it gives us a voice, and it gives us an opportunity to change the world now, and not wait until we're older. I think it just and it makes other kids like look up to us, like and think like I can be them, I can help somebody else. I think it's just so cool and powerful. Yes, I would like to add on to Katie. Um, even when you're older, you might have missed your chance as a young one to help other people. So it's good to take in that time now to help others than when you're older because you may have missed your chance. And I think that just like that's so I, what I heard you saying is it's never too late to start. Um, and I think that is so, so powerful. What would you guys say is like your goal for 2021? Um, I think that I know that the Avalon Foundation's goals for 2021 
really include like um like out um like going out of the country and sending to people who maybe aren't in our area and we are all, we are already going to so different so many different places but to be able to reach out to people in other countries and things like that is definitely a goal of 2021. I think that is so so amazing. I mean the fact that you guys are looking to go international and continue to grow and you, honestly the world with covid has in this odd way allowed you the access to go further I think include more kids both that are allies and fighters. So I'm excited to see what you guys do. Girls, thank you so much for being here with us today. It's truly amazing to sit down with you and see what the future of rare disease holds. You are empowering and amazing. And it means so much to people like me who are fighting the fight every day. Thank you so much for having us. I really enjoyed being on the podcast for my first time. This is such a great experience. I can't wait to come back. Well, we can't yes. wait to have you, but no promises on the technology working. <laughs> for everyone who tunes in every week, thank you for helping us bridge the gap between rare disease and the rest of the world. Until next time, live large and stay rare. Catch us next week for another episode. To continue the conversation about rare disease and all the unknowns that comes with it, join our Facebook group. Want even more rare? Become a VRP member on Patreon and learn more about our stories or how to share yours by visiting bwspod.com.